Dallas. Welcome. This is episode 136. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. <sighs> yeah. Hey. And we're back. And this time in not such a pot of positive view. Pot, no, we're in potty. Um, we're in potty mode. Pot, Potative view. <laughs> Anyways, um, we're coming back from Houston. A, lo- uh, a loss from home. Houston. Elimination. Three, two. Elimination. We're out of the playoffs. We're out of it's 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 the end of end of the season for us. Um, against Houston, we had it in the bag, and we let Give it go. Away, man. Let it slip. Many, many, many publications have said we've choked and choked and choked, which we did. And um, yeah, man, uh, guys, what the hell? What's how are you feeling? Because I'm 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 pretty dead on this look, right look, here. Look, first of all. That's their pour one out for the homies, the homies on the LA Galaxy, who hopefully will never see again in a Galaxy uniform, and <laughs> some front office people here. I don't know. I yeah. agree. This is why I'm drinking because I don't know either. I honestly don't think anything <laughs> and like that much is going to change. I mean, look. I mean, let's talk about the game. I guess. I guess let's talk about the game. I mean, the I'm, only thing I can really say is we had um, we had a good first half. We, we had a good first we half. We had a very good first half where it sold us to where we thought we had it in the bag. Honestly, I thought mm. like I'm not I'm not I'm not one to feel that way, but I really did think, especially the way we played the game, especially we played the first half, the way we were so dominant, the way we were so well on top of the ball. I mean, um, Bingham looked shaky. It was. There were moments where Bingham made me worry a little bit. He had that one play where he almost dribbled himself into trouble. Yeah, yeah, that was that. Well, that was a weird yeah. moment there. Um, that was a very weird moment, and everybody was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Um, not just Bingham, but I mean the defender just passed passed the ball back to him. Um, who was that? I don't even remember. I think it was Cole. It was yeah, Cole. I want to say it was Cole. Uh, but, but I mean, it was it was it was it was a bad decision all around in that. Situation. No, I think it was just Bingham's mistake. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, I think if he doesn't bumble it or whatever, I mean, there shouldn't have been any sort of danger. But, yeah, um, Bingham would have one timed it out. Bumble it though. Yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, it, it is what it is. I obviously I'm disappointed, but in a way, because we had it. But it, well, it's funny that you say that. That you're saying, you know what? I thought we had it in the bag. I think the players had it in the bag. Thought they had it in the bag, yep. and I think that's probably what cost them. And that's what, yep. Well, it did. Yes, absolutely. But at the, also, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't just because they had that that perspective the entire second half. I mean, it this all crumbled down in like in five minutes total. I mean, everything just went down like it just crumbled in like seconds. Oh, I mean, a second, I, no, I felt. I feel like it took longer than that. I feel like it took longer than five minutes. It, it was certainly. No, I think it actually did take literally five minutes. The I think like, I mean in, on, on, on timetable and like in timetable, I really think it took five people. P- people say that it, it was the second half. It, that it was the the final forty five minutes. Where they, they choked and they, that's where they lost it. And, you know, and, and yes, it, it, it is partially true. But if you notice after the second goal was scored still in the first half, 
maybe the last, I want to say, ten, five to ten minutes of the first half. Because I think we scored, we basically scored two goals like on top of each other. It, it seemed like it was like back to back. They were three minutes apart. There we go. So, so they're yeah, three minutes yeah. apart, and so yeah. So I want to say maybe even ten minutes because because I, I felt that it, after the second goal, a little after the second goal. So I'm going to say about the 35th minute on. You were seeing Houston knocking on the door. All of a sudden, we lost possession. All of a sudden, we couldn't string passes. All of a sudden, we're giving the ball up, you know, in the midfield, and Houston could have easily gotten one goal. At, uh, before the before halftime, and mm-hmm. so I mean, you started to see after the second goal was scored that they were probably getting complacent, that they were probably saying, "This is in the bag, we got this." And I was hoping that at halftime they would have said, or Dominic Kinnear would have said, "Hey, you know what? You haven't won anything yet. You got forty five minutes left." Um, granted that you're oh, up. Well, I wish Grant- we, I wish we were able to hear it. In yeah. The locker room. Cause I hope I, I have a feeling Kinnear would have been that way, um, but the actions of the players was not equivalent to that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it really didn't show. I mean, they came out flat in the second half. It, it really, it, it really felt like they were on cruise old control. Old galaxy, old galaxy, so, uh, old galaxy that goes up and so, then loses their freaking yeah. perfect. So that's exactly what I was gonna say. I think part of what made this a well, little Galaxy, bit more which is four months ago. That's all. Yeah, it I mean, it wasn't. Um, yeah, more like last year. Last year, Galaxy, <laughs> Galaxy. No, 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 no. They, as soon as they get scored on, their heads not go even. down. No, not even. No, not even. Four months ago, dude. Like four months no, ago. Not dude. even. Because what I was gonna say is what what makes me accept this more. There's a, there's actually a few things. One of them is this was the perfect summary. This game was the perfect summary for the 2018 Galaxy. Of our entire I mean, season. it was it was our absolutely poetic. If, if it was you're all wrapped yeah, up, yeah, it really was. Like, remember, remember the World Cup? What was the game? What was that one game that I told you the World Cup? I'm like, holy shit, this is the oh, entire yeah. World Cup in one fucking game. Oh, yeah. Like this is this literally felt like the entire season of the Galaxy in one game. No, like I, I forgot what game of the oh, World look, Cup. Let's, but yeah, I remember you saying let's that. Let's wrap up our hopes. Let's wrap up our hopes and then let's see it break down exactly how it's been this entire season. Yep. You know, I mean, it, it was the semifinal. It, I don't remember what it was. In it, the, it was. In, in I, I want to say. I, I want to say round of sixteen, maybe quarters. I want to say maybe Belgium Japan is is the game that you're talking about. Oh, maybe. Oh yes, yes, you were correct. Sir. Okay, that is the okay. One. And so, oh, so getting back to the Galaxy game. I mean, look, you have a team that was heavily favored to win. Going up against a team that has, going into the game, two road victories in two seasons. You had everything to play for where Houston had absolutely nothing. You came out, it was a tale of two halves. You had a two-goal lead. You lost three to two. This summed up the 2018 Galaxy season in a nutshell. And I think it was actually very fitting that it ended in this way because granted that everyone was on eye and happy that we were going to make the playoffs, but, <laughs> yeah, we but were, at the end of the we day, you're judging the playoff. <laughs> the merit on the playoff is, was the final five games. Your entire season was basically like dependent on, I mean, it's not entirely true. And we'll get to this conversation about points that were dropped throughout the season. But 
when your mm-hmm. last five games were all must wins, and all of a sudden you started playing in a way that you probably should have been playing for most of the season with the personnel that you had, we really didn't deserve the playoffs. I thought we were very lucky to even have a shot going into the playoffs. And I mean, we left them for dead back when we got blown out by ourselves six to two. The fact yeah, that thought, they even got to decision day is actually well, a little surprising. Look, well, look, I understand that you're saying that we were lucky to get it, like even have a chance to get in the playoffs, but I mean, it wasn't just luck. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of effort between with our team within our team with the last five games. Got it to, yeah, within the last five games, they got into to that point, and of course, there was a lot of big amount of structure that was changed in within our team in order to get into that point and to to put us in that to that uh opt- optimistic view and projected uh, uh way of like getting into into the game there, there was there um, was a lot of changes that oh, there was a lot of changes that essentially bobby what you're saying is there there was a lot of there, a lot had to happen in order for the galaxy to set its fans up to be disappointed in them once again is is what you're saying um, I think I we had talked about this a few weeks ago, where we kind of we kind of said, look, the you know even if we have a shot at making the playoffs, um, we we kind of all agreed. Like the consensus I felt was, we don't deserve to be there, but we'll we're take lucky. it. But we're lucky. We're yeah. lucky. We're lucky to be in the playoffs, and that's what that's how I felt for us to be actually. Well, actually. I mean, I, I felt like we were lucky to be in the playoffs, but I also felt like if we did win this game, we actually the the team actually really fought through to be in the playoffs. I mean, I really do, I really do believe that. In the last few games, this team really worked their hearts out. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be a hater on these guys. I mean, they they worked their hearts out. Uh, Jonah worked his heart out. Freaking, mm, he worked. I uh, would say he worked his heart out for sixty minutes. Sandrini. In this game, uh, I mean, no, I mean, I think Jonah did a really great job in this last game, and and many in games prior to this too, and and I, I really, honestly, I can't really fault the guys that's been on the last on the pitch the last few ninety minutes, and more than that in the last few games. I mean, they they they've been working hard. Um, I don't really believe I don't I'm not the I'm not a person that believes that these guys have given up or have let things go. Within the games, um, I see Cole working hard. I see Legit working hard. I see Alessandro Junior working hard. I see Boateng working hard. I see Zlatan working hard. I see uh, Ola working hard. I see uh, uh, every. I mean, fuck, man! I can name everybody. They're all working hard, man. It just didn't work out. It just didn't work out. I I think it was just more of a mental collapse um, in that second half, um, and even maybe after the second goal scored, because I feel that I mean it wasn't the same team going. It wasn't the same no, team that, said, that came out like of the second half. Like what time. me and David, yep. Like what me and David said. Like we felt like we had it in the bag, and I think the players felt that way. Yeah, they got. And when it came into the second half, they were not well, prepared. They were not prepared to be defended to defending in that manner. And David, yeah, what were you I was going to say they came out, and and to me, I think they they took the 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 stance that you know a lot of people in the front office took. Hey, we got this. We're the galaxy. We just have to come out here. We we just have to go out in the last forty five. We're up two zero. Our shit don't stink. We got it. I mean, of course, we didn't expect the penalty kick, and of course, how, how poetic it was it by the way that it was AJ Delagarza that drew the penalty. I mean, for me, and essentially eliminated the galaxy by drawing that penalty. 
Um, uh, poetic justice for AJ, you think? I don't know. I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not really in, that, in that world. Right in now. a way, yes. Um, I think we all saw it coming, didn't we? I mean, we even yeah. said in our podcast, I'm sure other podcasts were talking about that that AJ is going to be that game tire, although we did a little bit more dramatically when, you know, in the final seconds. Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, it, it was, I said, look, if we're going to lose it, it better be him uh, who beat us. I don't even blame him. It yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, so why? So why? So why bring it up? It wasn't. It wasn't. He did. He was not. He was involved. He was involved. Sure, but I mean, uh, so happenstance. I mean, come on. Um, it was okay. a. It was a bad play by. It was by uh, Alessandrini. He. You're. You're just giving. You're. you're but you're giving Delegarza too much credit on this foul. Then. I mean, he was there. A, he got kicked. He was lover. in the spot. I'm a Delegarza lover, and I and, and of course I, I want to give him as much credit as, as possible. But I, I just think you guys give him too much credit on this thing. This was more of an error on Alessandrini. Than yes, there you go. On top of anything. I, I I do agree with and, that, um, and I don't blame AJ for the loss. And if anything, I, I I'm saying it's a coll- I'm not even blaming one player or one person. And obviously, I can't blame the front front office for one game. It was the but, third goal for me that was the collapse. I, I think. Like I mean, I couldn't believe that happened. I think it was Anyways, just a, a a meltdown from the 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 entire team. I mean, nobody really after, even after the second goal was scored. I mean, nobody. Re- I felt nobody really stepped up. I mean, Slatan was pretty much taken out of the game. He from the beginning, shots. from the beginning, Lewis. you could tell him the entire yeah. time he was frustrated yeah. too. He was, he was he was actually ineffective. Yeah, he, which is very rare. Had, he only had two shots on goal. And we talked about this in the last podcast. Why, why do you run out Zlatan for ninety plus minutes on the turf in Minnesota when you need him to be fresh for this game? And he looked very tired in this game. I don't. Uh, I don't really think it. I don't. I don't. I don't see it as the. Tired yeah, I don't thing. think I so. Think he was ineffective where he couldn't get the ball, and he wouldn't. He he wasn't able to like actually be effective with the ball. I don't see it as a fatigue. I don't see it. As I did. A, I, as, I did not. No, I did not see games. him moving the way that, that he has been in the last few games, where he's been. He the barely game moves in every game. No, in in the last couple of games, he's been coming back. He's been defending. You know he's clearing balls out of the of the eight of our own eighteen. Sure, he does. He does come midfield. He, you're right, he wasn't correct. that active. He does come game. to midfield, and he wasn't active in this game. You're you're correct, but I I don't think that's the reason. I I have to say that I would credit Houston for shutting him down more than I would say that he was fatigued for this game. Maybe it played a factor. I don't know. We we. We don't have any comment on Zlatan because uh, he left immediately after the game. We didn't talk nothing to the media. We'll, t- we'll get to that Absolutely as well. Nothing yet. But, mm-hmm. but I feel that Houston just did a really, really good job at you know marking him and keeping him ineffective. I have to give credit to him because there wasn't really any moment where, where I felt that Zlatan is putting these guys on his back again and leading that charge. If anything, I want to say it was more someone like Cole or even LeJet. Uh, or, or Jonathan Ola Kamara. Uh, and and Ola, Ola Kamara was trying a, a, as much as he can to get that game winner. Um, there were, I mean, and, and the Galaxy had a chance to go up again three two. Had many chances. Um, I think was it legit? Legit missed an open header, right? You know, a, a sitter. He couldn't even get it on frame. Um, I think Steris had a, a, a look uh, and uh, hit his header uh, just a little high. Uh, there was a goal. 
who uh, I think I mean, Steric scored, but so, it was called back from so offside. Boateng, who missed plenty of crosses and shots that could have uh, been goals. I mean, there was plenty of opportunities, especially in that first half. Um, where plenty, plenty. But um, I just, I just have to, I just have to emphasize it because there was so many. But there was just that feeling of, I mean, and and I even said it. It's, it, it's a trap game. It, it was, it was a sense of. This was almost predestined to happen. I even said it's going into the five games. I said, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be so galaxy. They're going to do the hard part. And their easiest game is the one that they're going to blow. That's exactly what happened. That's what's kind of making this a little like, I don't want to say easier. or I just feel that it's more accepting. Because it, it almost feels, I think this was poetic. Well, not for me. Well, I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm still disappointed. But let me ask you this question: If the Galaxy had won on Sunday, um, would you consider just right there? Would you consider the season a, a success? Would you consider a successful season? Not, not, not the entire season as a success. I'm no. t- okay, so David. No, absolutely not. You have to get I, past LAFC. I think if you get past LAFC and lose the next series, then yes, successful season. No, I mean, no, look at like even if we had a uh, if we had a uh, very good playoff run, I'll still see the season as a as a whole. No, you're, you're right, Bobby. We, you're we, right. We we, play, we we played horrible. You're right. The entire season. So like we didn't we, we just no, it's just so no, okay. but I mean, Lewis, remember, is, remember I was a few hoping, years ago? I was hoping there was going to be a change and we were going to have a great season playoffs. No. I mean, technically um, speaking, no, it didn't happen. You made Improvements this season than last season. That's not saying much, considering that you were at but the bottom. Slightly though, yeah. slightly, slightly and, yeah. and consider consider the at, pieces yeah. that you added to make a slight improvement. You added yeah, exactly. one of the top three players is, of a generation. And at the same time, you you gotta you gotta you gotta emphasize how much we're spending on these players as well. Yeah. So I mean, like, it, is the val- is the value and performance balanced? Absolutely not. Oh no, I no. don't believe absolutely not. not. And and you you make so an, an our, excellent so, point so, there, Bobby. I mean, it, it's 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 go. dead on for, for the amount of money and and to be fair, the front office legitimately tried to put a better product on the field. They went off and signed Ola Kamara. They went off and signed Perry Kitchen, who at the time we said, that's a pretty goddamn good signing. They went. They also signed well, that was last for well, a the, fucking ton of cash, that was last, but no matter that what. Was last I'm just saying, I'm yes. just saying, I just want to rub it in. I just want to rub that salt in your fucking wound. Um, you had Shelvick, who at the time when he was signed, we were told that he was the next Van Damme. Find, we find out that... They're quote unquote Nobody's scouting. Van Damme, damn it. We find out that their quote unquote <laughs> scouting was highlight reels, which I can probably submit to them my highlight reel and make me look like a fucking Way superstar. Better than yeah. Because Shelvik only had like two highlight reels. I looked. I searched. <laughs> so look at I'm as good as the scouts. I was there. You <laughs> went out and and got Rob Felcher. You <laughs> got off and, and got time. David Bingham. So, I mean, they legitimately, and then you got Zlatan uh, a little into the season. They legitimately tried to put a good Zlatan product on the field. That was a great field. signing. Let's not, let's not say that was not. I'm not saying that. that. Fantastic signing. I'm saying that with the personnel. I just want to throw it in the there. The personnel with them, and what you said, the money that was spent on this team, uh, especially this season with the new acquisitions compared to what they had last season, the and, improvement and was not good enough. Are we paying? 
How many? And how many coaches are we paying? Three. Uh, well, three coaches. I, I yes, think. Three. I think an awful. Three just, coaches this season as well. I think an awful yes. dropped off this season. Yeah, so but that was uh, that was up until no, no, no. His his drops off in December. Okay, so that's right. That's right. So. Um, well, even pay, then, I believe so we're paying through next year. Yeah. So, so whenever we hire Caleb Porter, we'll again be paying three. There's going to be, uh, actually, no, two coaches. Two we, coaches. We're not paying, yeah, we're not paying Dom Kinnear. No. Um, so, um, I mean, well, it, I don't know. Are we? Are we? No. Was there, was there a press conference today that P. Vianis signed, uh, Dom Kinnear to an interim, uh, assistant coach or whatever? For next year, I, I I don't know. Probably. I mean, that I sounds like a, that, that that sounds like a like a well, that but, he he could do. He would. What, do. I, what am I saying? The Galaxy don't announce anything. Yeah, exactly. The Galaxy have still haven't announced Chris Klein's uh, five year contract extension that yeah. he got last year, but everybody knows it. But yeah, um, it, it's just really sad, empathetic, and, and so I mean, the, the reason I asked this question about whether you think it was successful you won Sunday, that's another reason why I actually feel more accepting of this. Because going into the the knockout stages, you were hoping that it was probably LAFC because it's probably the one that one team that you had the best chance against, considering the fact that you had a huge psychological advantage, considering the fact that you have virtually zero travel, um, you're undefeated against this team. You would be if you had won, you'd be. You know, you'd have all the momentum where LAFC has is actually going the opposite direction. You probably would have won that game, and you know, everything, everything that happened on decision day, the wackiness that happened on decision day with Dallas going down to Colorado, with Seattle eking out a victory against San Jose, um, Portland unable to beat Vancouver. I think they, from what I understand, they actually started reserves uh, and rested their um, their. Their um, their starters. Um, I think it's very interesting that we were able to get LAFC because it had to be according to the Portuguese hammer um, over on Corner of the Galaxy. Some wackiness needed to happen in order for us to avoid Seattle in the next round. Well, that wackiness kind of happened when Colorado beat Dallas, and um, and Kansas City was able to beat LAFC. That's not wacky. I think we all had that that game. Uh, called in balls and beers, but the fact that we were able to get LAFC, I mean, it was pretty much teed up for us. We were supposed to get Seattle. I mean, even if you make the playoffs, chances are you probably would have lost against Seattle going up there. I wouldn't consider it a success simply making the playoffs. Remember, uh, I, remember at the beginning of 2016, you asked me what a successful season looked like, and I told you that if we weren't going to win the CCL, it wasn't a successful season. Yes. And now this year, I'm like, well, we might, we almost made the playoffs. The, the, so th- this is, I mean, one of the points that we were making throughout <laughs> the, the, the year, and, uh, and, and it kind of came to a head where everyone really started talking about it. I mean, I'm sure people, it was always in the back of their heads, but this front office has destroyed this team so much that it trickles down to the fans and the expectations that the fans have. Because as Galaxy fans, we always expected to be MLS Cup contenders. We always expected to be the best and that the cup goes through us. Whether we somehow stumble in there 
it didn't matter. The cup had to go through us one way or, or another. Chris Klein and company has trashed this organization so much <coughs> that it's trickled down to us. And our expectations have lowered as well. Look, what happened? The, yeah, dying. Lewis is dying. Lewis is dying, man. This is what the galaxy puts us through. I, I, Bobby, I have to admit, I don't know about you. Like, I, I what do you got to admit? The, when that whistle blew, and the and I knew that we were we were out. Like the the harsh, the harshness of of <laughs> how how big the the failure was, how epic this failure was. I. I felt numb. People were trying to talk to me. I tried to humor them with, you know, responses, but I, I don't know what, I don't know what I said or what, oh, dude, what I did. I was, I was way, I was way beyond that, and maybe like I don't even know. I, I spent. It was way before the end of the I, game. I spent the last like, like five I, minutes like looking every, at every, the sky. Every, every single moment that we had a shot on goal and we choked. And it turned into, like, the worst strikes, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, we, I mean, we had so many options. I just, like, there was one moment where I turned away from the stadium. Yeah. And I just looked at the wall. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. I just can't do this. Oh, my God. After. And then I looked over at you. I looked over at you. You had your your hands in your, fa in your face. And then I looked at Michelle. And then we were both said, we both said, what the fuck? Yeah. At the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was just. Ah, it was it was wild, it was man. So like I, I uh, you know, I find my, I felt like I said I found myself looking at the sky. I had my hands in my face. I had my arms crossed, just you know, thousand yard stare of disbelief. I because dude, I, even 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 with the even like honestly, I, like uh, this is me saying this. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but even like the last like fifteen ten minutes, I still felt like we could have got something in there. Yeah. But then every time we got to like the moment and like they had those strikes that were they were just choking on, they were like losing the, the their footing on, they were just like it was just so bad. Nope. I was like, what's happening? Yeah, so so this has been this has been talked about a little bit in in other the MLS circles. Um and I'll and I'll pose a question to you guys. Who do you think had the biggest choke on decision day? Was it the Galaxy against Houston or was it Atlanta going to Toronto? Uh, one of the worst teams in the league this year, Galaxy, and failing to win, failing Galaxy. to secure the supporter shield. Nah, Galaxy. <sighs> wow, you know the thing is that's tough. Because I I expected Atlanta to have issues in Toronto. Go back to balls and beers, people. Listen to that show. I expected Toronto to have an issue in in over there in Toronto because Atlanta has been has been lacking in their their effort on attack because of. A lot of things. Uh, there's 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 a lot of things to, to play in that, but um, I, I expected that here Galaxy. I didn't. I did not expect them to lose on Houston at all, and we did not look like we were doing that until after halftime. I. This is kind of a tough question. Obviously, we're biased, and our emotions are definitely getting uh going going to get in the way. When it comes to these particular results, at the end of the day, I feel that the Galaxy got extremely lucky to be in the position that they were in. Um, since the Western Conference was very weak and, I mean, it, it was still up for grabs after such a horrible 
a horrible year and the fact that, yeah, that but they, we worked but we worked but we worked hard to get to that position to where we could actually get to that point. I mean, I, I, if you're going to start playing with 5 games left, I mean, th- that's not really working hard. I mean, that I mean, if you're going to make a turnaround. Well, no, I mean if you I mean, yeah, absolutely, but I mean if you look at if you really look at the history of the season for the Galaxy, I mean, how everything was going and what we were going through within the team structure, I mean, you got to see that there is a difference there. And you got to understand, like, I mean, if you go back to a few episodes and how, listening to both of you as well, of how the difference when Dominic Kinnear was the coach and when Ziggy was gone, there was an uplifting situation and there was a situation where the, all the players were playing much much well and well together. And you can't really, like, just ignore that. Fact. But what I'm, what I'm saying is it happened a little too late. That's what I'm saying. It happened a little too late. If this happened even a Absolutely. month before, I'm not saying it didn't. I'm not saying it didn't. I'm not saying it didn't. I'm just saying it had happened. That's all I'm saying. Um, I guess at the end of the day, there wasn't really too much expectation for me. I didn't really believe that we had. Um, I mean, we had maybe like a a fighter's chance to get into MLS Cup if you had enough momentum, and you know if you had beat Houston. And you would have played LAFC, and chances are you probably would have been the favorite, um, ironically, going into that game for the first time. And you win that game, and then you face Seattle in the next one in a home-and-home home series. Who knows? You know, it, you, we caught fire at the right time. Who knows? We, we had a fighting chance. I don't think we would have beaten anyone who came out of the East. Um, I mean, you you know, like a lot of a lot of a lot of the a lot of the uh, commentary when it comes to playoffs is the momentum, right. right? Like, so when people see momentum with Seattle, they're like, "Oh, here it comes!" And momentum with DC, here it comes! And we had momentum, yeah. but except but we chose right. But 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 here's the thing, though. I mean, Seattle had momentum since like June or July in the second half of the season. So the 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 the, the second from the from the from game eighteen on. So the final 17 games, Seattle went 14-1 and 2. 14-1 and 2 from from July on. That is where you make a turnaround. DC did the same thing. They they turned around in July. Seattle ended up Do you remember how poorly Seattle did in the first 2 months? I mean, it took them 5 games to score a goal. Yep. I mean, we, we were shitting on this team and we're like, wow, this, this oh, team remember. is not making the playoffs. They are so bad. They are so dysfunctional. I don't think lightning strikes yet again where they can make a a turnaround they did for the uh, like the way they did in two seasons, uh in the past two seasons. They ended up making an MLS record uh in those final seventeen games or in the second half of the season with those fourteen wins. Fourteen out of seventeen games won. That is goddamn impressive. And they got to the point where they're second in the West. They got a bye in the playoffs. That is how wacky this league is. Um, the same thing nuts. can be saying for DC. Nuts. DC United was at the bottom of the standings. They were left for dead. In comes Wayne Rooney. And now they're hosting a play-in game. And if 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 NYCFC hadn't won their game and if DC was able to pull off their victory they could have easily gotten to a third to a third seed I mean it was absolutely bonkers the galaxy waited too long I mean if they were gonna fire the coach it should have been done in July and you probably would have seen the result a lot sooner 
Like you would probably have been, wouldn't you would have been, been able, able to identify maybe. problems. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know, though. It's, it's hard. We don't know. We don't. No, know. you're right. Like, that's the thing. We need to go back to. We need to go back to what actually happened. We can't be hypothetically thinking like, oh, maybe this, maybe that, blah blah. blah. Fuck that. That's not how it goes. Yeah. And, what and, happened no, is how, right. Bobby. We have a whole game built around that. <laughs> it's called balls and beers. <laughs> that's not what we're on right now. <laughs> we're on Ellie is her house, Galaxy Edition. So. First of all, <laughs> so I mean, look, it, it, here's the thing. I, I want to address what happened during the season because it's obviously important. But okay. to answer David's question, I had no ex- expectations for this team as far as getting deep into uh, a, a playoff run. Atlanta, however, blew a 28 to 3 lead in the fourth quarter. <laughs> again, <laughs> again, they melted down, not just. On decision day, they melt like as Bobby you said. As of late, they were melting down, and you are caught up to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Atlanta was favored to win the supporter shield. They're still favored to win MLS Cup. They, they, they went up against MLS. Sure they they sure uh, and the funny thing is, is that or no one's check. talking about New York. New York is actually the one who did it. It's not Atlanta. It's New York. New York is so strong. NY NYRB is so strong right and, now. It's incredible. You know, they could have had their first trophy. They could have been in the Champions League. They could have locked up a, a spot next season, which I'm sure that they are salivating to uh, at the chance to play. Now you got to win MLS Cup, which all three of us kind of agreed they're probably going to choke somewhere in there. And it looks like that may be very well possible, to, you know, uh, based on how they've been playing. And they went up against a weaker Toronto side. It was because I, I think in the standings, Houston actually finished higher than Toronto. To answer your question, David, I think Atlanta choked more than the Galaxy. They had yeah, more to play I, for. They had yeah, more at I, stake. I kind of I kind of see it. Um, you know, obviously, we feel it worse because we're Galaxy fans, not Atlanta fans. Um, despite what Bobby would have you believe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it, to me, it's an equal choke. I mean, it's, it's the moment where you have your destiny in your own hands you know you can you can reach out and touch it and then you just can't get over the line and and uh, you know sure atlanta still has a chance but given the way they've been playing like you said i I don't think they're gonna i don't even think they're gonna make mls cup um and the galaxy now they're they're left to sit and think think about what you know what direction they're going to take because right now there's no direction you know i mean no direction there's no philosophy nothing you know say nobody talks about the red bulls everybody should be talking about the red bulls because they're believe it or not they're the new roadmap and you know who wrote that roadmap ali curtis and ali curtis does not have a job right now yeah he is Uh, i mean he is a He's a guy that built that Red Bulls Academy and got that pipeline moving and turned the Red Bulls into one of the more successful teams that MLS has ever seen. They've won three supporter shield in six years. That's that's to be commended. That's on his roadmap. That is on his. Uh, and uh, obviously the gal. I mean, it's sad that. The people on the outside, the fans, uh, the 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 independent podcast, can all see this. 
they quote unquote know what's best for the team. Everyone except for the people that actually have to know the, the, this information. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, it's just sad. It really is. Everyone knows that, or at least a majority of people, because obviously you're never going to get 100% on anything. Um, but a majority of the people know that Caleb Porter is probably not the guy that you want um, leading this team. This is the Galaxy's first choice. I mean, th- th- this this front office is it's just unbelievable. It really is. And they have destroyed this team. I mean, they, I mean it, it's, it's been obvious that they've made very horrible decisions in the last couple of years. With no identity, no philosophy. The, the infrastructure is almost non-existent. I mean, obviously, it's there. But it's just extremely horrid. There's nothing in there. I mean, the, w- w- when we find out that Michael Siana wasn't even looked at, like you never saw him play, period, anywhere, and you signed him. You were swindled into signing him for 18 months on such a high contract. A high-ass contract. When Siggy comes in there, all right, look, you guys have obviously have a list of players that you wanted to sign that you, you know, when you're doing this, you want depth. If you, if the first one doesn't go through the second one, you guys should have all these guys vetted. Where's that list? Uh, what? What are you talking about? What list? I mean, this is our organization. And you look at what a team like New York or Atlanta, even NYCFC, Let's to some call degree. It, let's call it. I mean, let's call it closer to home. Let's let's put a little bit of a sting into things. LAFC. I'm so surprised. LAFC. You can't be so surprised. Yeah, LA, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. LAFC Bob is Bradley, another one of the. Bob Bradley had nobody, zero players at this time next last year, and they went out and they put together a competitive team. They finished third in the West. They could have finished first. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing, and I, I, I mean, we shouldn't completely just react to what LAFC is doing. I don't believe that you know we should only be focused on them. But the fact look, look, that look, they look, look, we got we got to the finals on our first year of MLS as well. Okay, <laughs> let's 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 not say that LAFC is like achieved something that's so astronomical. But you have to. Ad- they haven't gone there. But yet. you have to. I mean, they haven't done anything yet. I agree. But you have to admit that it is it was significantly easier to win MLS Cup in nineteen ninety six than it is in two thousand eighteen. Do you think that? Do you, do you really think that's true yeah. with the with the with the talent that was at that point too? There was yeah. literally there were team in every team. There was literally nine teams. That you had to be. There are now twenty-two teams that you have to be. That right there is. Yeah, but but you also but you also got to bring it down to the quality of what we had back in those nine teams as well, not in the quality that we have now. Let me ask you something and be real. I mean, we're a little off topic, but do you really believe that, say, for example, the let's say the oh, we'll say the first championship. Let's say the two thousand two Galaxy. Do you really believe the two thousand two Galaxy? could win an MLS Cup now? They could be competitive, but do you really think like they'd be one of the favorites to win MLS Cup? I think that's I think they would. Hard, that, that's a super hard question to ask because... The, it is. The, it's it's the unfair. It really change. is unfair. 
Yeah, it just it's really hard for me to to, to answer that. I mean, it, it's like it's like comparing I mean, like the Yankees of old to now, you know, to one of the teams from now. I mean, it, it, yeah, it is yeah, a completely unfair it's, question. It's like it's like it's like yeah, yeah, it's like saying the Chicago Bulls, you know, with Horace Grant, Scottie Pippen, and Jordan is playing LeBron James Lakers right now. Like, it's it, come on, like oh, you know, the Bulls, well, the Bulls will beat the, the shit yeah, out of the Lakers. Bulls will win it. Yes, well, we, we, they would. We would. Like, we would. Like we would. That, they would. Like they that would. Bulls team but, right now, like at their ages right now, could probably beat them. Yeah, but who knows? Actually, actually, who knows? Maybe they couldn't. Maybe maybe they w- w- will not be able to, to sustain the the uh, athleticism that the the younger players can handle now. Maybe not. But one of the, you know I mean, what, one of so the, it's, it's it's not a the, what I'm trying to say. It's just not a, it's just not a fair equivalent. It, it's not. But my point is, is one of the one of the reasons I asked that question is because what has the front office been telling us uh, f- for their the, the reason for their decisions? We're the galaxy. We're the five-time yes, champions. Okay. We got this. We know what we're doing. Right. But what you're doing may have worked. I mean, you weren't there for 1.0, but it might have worked in 1.0. It probably would have worked in 1.5. 2.0, you're probably getting a little borderline there. At 3.0, everyone has fucking left you. You are not doing what you're supposed to be doing well, to be, well, to be we're, we're, competitive well, in, in well, this the, MLS. <laughs> Here's the thing, Lewis. Without going 1.0, 2.0, 3.0, what we got to do is do a whole full-on reboot. That's what we well, we've been well, saying that's that. That's what we did. That's what we did twice. Yeah. 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 We did that yeah. in 2017. It was a disaster because we rebooted we, and we said, we're going to have this new philosophy. The problem but it was, wasn't done in the correct way. It manner, wasn't. You know? Why? Because the people who were doing it had no idea what they were doing. Was there a yeah. way to implement that? Uh, that your, your youth academy into your first team? Yes. We just talked about it. New York. Atlanta, RSL, um, th- these are teams that that, uh, that do a lot of the stuff it's, from it's, their youth. Uh, a lot of the kids, and they play their kids. And you know what? They may not be superstars, but you know what? You're going to get that depth. The Galaxy in a hotbed of talent, soccer talent in Los Angeles. You haven't even fucking played. Yes, a hotbed of talent for sure. But Absolutely. I mean, it, it, it's unbelievable that you are not able to play these kids because you spent so much money foolishly on another player or a big name player where the kids are not going to be playing. Hilliard Arce was the number one draft pick. Now I'm not saying that he was going to be a game changer, but the fact that you hardly ever used him because you pay, you're paying a guy a million dollars and another guy close to 700 K. We wasted, we wasted a year of that guy's career. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a vital year in his development. And, and, it's. I mean, and you know what? And maybe he wasn't ready. Maybe he isn't MLS ready. Maybe he's not even MLS caliber, to be honest, because Dominic Kinnear didn't even use him. But it's that shows you how well, how a, poorly run this organization is. That they have no direction. They have no clue. They have no sense of this is our identity. This is what we're gonna do. This is our five year plan. And here's a contingency plan to that five-year plan. It has not been executed. Because what they're doing is, I'm going to just try to make this all work, try to win a cup here, and just try to do the same thing next season. Where New York and Atlanta, they're set. They're set for a few seasons. And maybe they'll hiccup Mm -hmm. here and there, but they know 
what they want. They'll lose I a. See more, I see more. I see more New York than. Atlanta. It doesn't matter. The, yeah. the the point is that they're way ahead of us now. Da- that we're Dallas, we're, we're now like Dallas. Dallas is ahead of us. Yeah, uh, we're we're now toward like the bottom end of MLS now. I mean, we we are granted that we were still fighting for a playoff spot, but the fact that you couldn't even make the playoffs when half the teams are going in there. Yeah, literally half the teams are going in there. And you couldn't make a playoff spot. That that team on the field right now was not in the playoffs. And your plan was, this is it. You were good enough too. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's it's upsetting. It really is. And, and the sad thing is, is that it's going to continue because there are not going to be any changes. At most, at the most, you're probably going to get a new GM. But if it's Caleb Porter, you do know that he's going to want full control. He is going to be the GM and the coach. Isn't that like the reason why he left Portland because he didn't have enough control? Yes. So there it is. So why would he sign with the Galaxy <laughs> if he knew he wasn't going to get that control? Chances are, and, and you are, have, if, if and you have a guy. Is, Sorry, go ahead, Lewis. No, I mean, if if the answer is he's, this he's, is the reason been, why, he's been go- is because he's going to be Klein's bitch. They're buddies, and Klein's just swindling him. <laughs> right. Go ahead, Dave. No, I was going to say Caleb Porter, who didn't. I mean, you know, we, we're not seeing this crop of youth players in Portland that, uh, that he left behind. Um, you know, that's one of the, that's one of the things I think that we're failing at really hard is, is bringing in our, our Academy guys, bringing them up properly. And in Portland, you don't see it. So that's, that's his legacy. When, uh, Porter was in charge of the U 23s, he failed to qualify for the Olympics. That's, that's what we have to look forward to. If I had a choice between Caleb Porter and Dominic Kinnear, I'd pick Dominic Kinnear 100 times out of 100. Just straight up. And, 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 here, and I'm saying that the worst... I would as well. The worst case scenario, and I said this uh, back when I think the Toronto game, I said the, the worst case scenario is that he wins out, he makes the playoffs, he goes to MLS Cup, and they keep Dominic and Kinnear. Comes the coach again. Yeah. Considering the alternative now, I take that back. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Dominic Kinnear. <laughs> over, over, over Caleb Porter. I knew you guys. I knew you guys were gonna get to that point eventually. <laughs> I mean, the fact that I mean, if, if you're not going out getting someone else, if you're not going out getting Esqueloto, if you're not going out getting uh, hey, Tato Martino, who uh, uh, rumors are coming that he's having second thoughts about the Mexico job. So I, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I mean, if you're not going after anybody else, aside except for the uh, a guy that you know is gonna take the national team job. And your buddy from college. Like, why the hell would I not take Dominic Kinnear, who has got the players to respond to him? When, and I said, what What if he took over in July? What would have happened? That was my point. So just give him the next season. If your alternative is Caleb Porter, just give it to Dominic Kinnear. Seriously, just give it to Dominic Kinnear. I think the players would be happy. I think the players want to see him back. You know what? That actually that actually might bring Zlatan back. If I'm being perfectly honest, there were certainly yeah, a lot of so players. There were, I actually yeah, think so there too. were a lot of players that um, kind of voiced their their. Um, Look, everybody's kind of loyal to Kinnear right now. Yeah, to be honest, yeah, yeah. they are kind of they that, that 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 they they all have this um, not loyalty but like a bond within within each other. You could tell like everybody's been playing for each other in these last. Yeah, years. I think I think he made them believe in each other, and I think that. Um, Him and Zlatan, yeah. I think both of them on top as the top leaders. 
Yeah, I think I think as soon as you get rid of some of those bad apples in the locker room um, and replace them with competent players, you know, th- he can make something out of this. Um. So before before we move on, just, let's let, let it me makes me so sad because yeah, I know where you're going. Go. Let's ask. Uh, let, let me ask you guys a couple questions here because they're obviously important questions going into the off season. It's going to be a very interesting off season. Um. Who goes? Wow. Who stays? Who tries to get sold? Alessandrini, <clears throat> he's he, Alessandrini has already said he's staying for another year. Um, that's not really up to him if they decide to trade him off because they need a DP slot sure, for sure. But it, you know, whoever at, if it comes to his choice, right? He wants to stay in LA. You can tell. Yeah. You know, Alessandrini. You can tell that guy bleeds blue and gold. You know that he oh, he cares. Yeah. yeah, he really does care. Hell yeah. So I mean, obviously, that's a guy that you want on your team. Regardless of where you're playing, that's a guy. That's a guy that you want on your team. Um, so let me ask you guys a couple questions because going into this off season and, and you know, it's going to be wacky. Um, I don't think Chris Klein is going anywhere, especially with the five. Uh, you know, another no. four years. Um, no, his his suits are pressed and golden. They're good. Does anybody? Question number one. Does anybody? Um, get fired from that front office um, as a scapegoat because last year it was a no Um I don't think you can blame it too much on Siggy. Who's the scapegoat? Because uh, you had a legitimate shot making the playoffs. Who's the scapegoat this year? Does anybody from the front office get canned? Do you think? I think it's Vianis. I think Vianis is, is the one that, oh, yeah. that's going to get uh, canned. Or he's gonna he's gonna get reassigned. He'll he'll you know he'll take another so he's not, so he's another camp. MLS job. You know he'll he'll go somewhere else. Um, Who the hell is gonna hire him? Cincinnati. I don't know. Uh, no. Columbus. No. Um, I think that he kind of gets no, Columbus. I, 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 well, okay. No. So instead of taking another MLS job, <laughs> maybe what he does is he gets a nice little payout, a nice little golden parachute, and he's sent on his way. But I, I definitely think that it's going to be Pete. I think that's probably the most likely that candidate. Makes sense. I, I want to that believe that's probably the most likely candidate, especially yeah. if you're bringing in Caleb Porter and he takes a GM, because then what are you going to do? Um, but I, I don't know. Like I said, I mean, Chris Klein is extremely loyal to his buddies. Um, there's, I mean, yeah, if, if he's, he's not, if, if well. he's not, if he wasn't fired yet, I don't know. I'm not sure what happens this season. No, but you would think that's probably the most likeliest candidate. Um, next question. Um, so we talked about Zlatan not talking to the media. Um, as a fierce competitor, I mean, I, I can't imagine that he was feeling anything but demoralized. Disappointed. Disappointed, dejected, um, in disbelief. I'm sure anger was just, in there. I just see, I just see, I just see disappointment. Um, that's, what I, I, that's what I see. Does he come back? Um, depending on what is offered. I know that there's rumors right now of um, very high-profile teams giving him offers, which is not something that's so rare to 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 believe um i mean look at what he's done this season and i and honestly if he if he was in a uh top top uh priority team i think he would be excel even higher um but i don't know 
I think he cares being here. And it just depends on what they give him. They have to give him a DP slot for sure. They got to give him a lot more money than they, they gave him last year for sure. Dave. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Bobby. I think that if the Galaxy have a DP spot uh, to offer him, then he'll come back. Um, I got to say, I was very bothered by his reaction um, on on Sunday. That uh, the fact that he he you know I get. I get that. Yeah, he's he's a, a fierce competitor. He's got the fire. Like he's an he's, individual competitor. Yeah, he, he's, stuff, he's so. Sometimes he, he he lacks the team. Effort. Yeah, he's so just angry at what was going on or disappointed at what was going on. We praised this guy for his leadership a couple of weeks ago when he gave Alessandrini that penalty kick. Um, yeah, but, and then but yeah, and then what does he do in the in, at yeah. the lowest point? He bails on his team. He leaves. Yeah, and he leaves. And he leaves he the other. The yeah, he leaves the other guys to deal with the media backlash, and he bails. He doesn't face the fans. He doesn't face his teammates. He doesn't face the coaches. Who knows as, as to whether or not Zlatan was even present for the, the team talk that Dominic Kinnear gave after. Yeah, after like whatever huddle afterwards. Yeah. yeah, exactly. um, yeah. That really, that rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, I get it. He's he's Zlatan. He's larger than life. Um, yeah, he's competitive and he's upset that the team wasn't able to pull something out that he expected them to pull out yeah. and something that they were sh- sh- they should have been able to do. But at the same time, you don't bail on your team and walk out on them when you have a loss as a full competitive team. Yeah, like I, you're, 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 you're uh, one as whole. You don't just walk away from them. I kind of I kind of feel like that spoke that those actions spoke a thousand words and they're saying that he probably doesn't come back that's actually where i was gonna go i think i think his body language and i think doing that i think he i mean from what i understand that he's never been on a losing team before this might be his first time maybe a second time um ever being on a losing team well before his injury wasn't uh, was it Man U? Was it, well, I forgot what team was. Yeah, Man U. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't do that well. Either. They didn't. Like, but they also weren't. You know, I mean, if they were in MLS, they probably would have made the playoffs. Um, but oh, goddamn, that's a whole <laughs> different thing. Come on. Um, but <laughs> I think that that did speak volumes, and they, he has been dropping hints that you know he wants more money that he deserves more money and he does he truly does he does um especially Absolutely. especially with the with with the amount of money that, i mean shelvick is only making half a mil fuck less Shelvick. than him geo <laughs> is making five times more than him fuck geo i mean it's just fuck them both. It, it, it really is a, a case of you you, you need a wasteful, yeah wasteful players he deserves a, a DB contract. Whether the Galaxy want to offer him that, I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I want to say it's 70-30, and he probably leaves. Um, especially with the Benedetto I mean, rumors uh, swirling around. It also de- I don't know. It also de- it also depends on um, our uh, just basically the funds. I mean, David and Lewis, you 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 guys are on top of it a little bit more. I mean, like, how are the funds going to be allocated now in the next season? How much are we going to have from DP slots? Well, right. And how much are we going to be losing from, like, let's say, we're not going to be signing Siani again. No, we're no, no. no. signing no. Shelvick again. We're not going to well, be... Well, Shelvick, you know, like, Shelvick has like another this. year on his contract. Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Are we, are, we're not going to sell him no, out. No, and, and Gio... Maybe not? Gio okay. is... 
is well, probably going to get a raise on on, uh, unless we sell them. And you think we're gonna, you think we're going to keep the Dos Santos Bros I, for the next? I season? think that they would. Well, it all depends. It all depends on the GM. But if you can't move them, then there's no other choice but to keep them. Right. You know, if you I, can't sell I them, and, and, and you can't sell them for a profit or even break even money for this yeah. year. Yeah. You're not going to sell them. You're going to keep them because I, they sell shirts. You know, honestly, I don't think that well, Geo wants to be here anymore. They're pretty low. I don't think Geo wants to be here three years ago. Any. He hasn't. He hasn't wanted to be here. I mean, he. I mean, oh, well, actually, honestly, he has been because it's been a vacation yeah, for him. Honestly. Exactly. He hasn't had to do anything, and um, I mean, that's this is what gets me upset. I don't know how many times we've had uh, new DPs freaking signed prior years, and everybody gets on their cases about like, oh, they're here for California and like sit, sit on the beach and like take it. And this is what Geo's doing, man. Like he hasn't done shit for us. Yep, and he gets the, the highest paid allocation than anybody else. I mean, come on, it's come on. it's a crime. It, it, I mean, that's that's just. I mean, and everybody gets on everybody else. But like, you know what? On. I mean, uh, honestly, it. this Stop is kind of what the fo deserves. They actually they, they made this bed. They got to sleep in it. The coaching staff, Bruce Arena, the GM and coach said, "I don't want this guy. He is not going to fit here. I don't want him." Yeah, fuck you. He sells shirts, and we need Mexicans in the stands. So you guys don't think there's any way we can like get rid of Geo and hold on to Jonah? I mean, um, it, it's almost <sighs> the thing Say is, it again. you guys, you guys were crushing yeah, each other. I'm sorry. Say it again. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. Maybe, maybe for half a season. Maybe if you find someone to take Joe uh, Geo, uh, I would imagine that Jonathan is close behind him, but I. You know, I think they themselves would prefer to just go together. Whether, I think it's funny. That I, feel like jo- I, well, feel, I feel like Jonah is like aware enough to understand he's better without his brother. Like, honestly. And, and for me, I think he's for aware me that was the that. pinpoint of the game where when Gio was, was getting ready to come in, Jonah Jonah's effort nosedived. Well, also because the the, the, the the structure of the game changed as well. I mean, yes, Jonah's Jonah's um, uh, uh, the the, his, uh, the bad influence that Geo um, puts on Jonathan this year, like you could you could see it. It was evident. Like Geo's domination. I mean, not Geo. Jonah's, Jonah's yeah. domination lacked when Geo came yep. on, uh, for sure. But I mean, also we did see it only in very little minutes. Um, I don't really want to go too crazy on that um, because I mean, man, Jonah like really performed that entire game. To me, in my perspective, I know he did less in the second half compared to the first, but I thought he was a beast the majority of the game. Um, me and Lewis were talking about that uh, while we were watching. Jeez, uh, man, Jonah, I just. Get rid of G. I just want to have banners. Get rid of Geo. Keep Jonah. Well, uh, apparently uh, you don't want to get ba- you don't want to get banned by the yeah, by the front office, yeah, Bobby. Yeah, uh, uh, apparently you, well, that, that's my lead. That's my lead in. That's there my you lead. go. Yeah, uh, apparently <laughs> um, ACB or well, actually, I'm not even sure if it was ACB. Uh, I think they said fans. I'm assuming it'd be ACB. I mean, it could have been the Riot Squad as well, but fans we'll just leave it at fans were were yelling at chris klein and and the thing that they were harping on the most is signing geo 
I mean, it, it really was. I mean, of all I mean, the things it's, that it's they could have harped the, on it's, him it's for, it's got to the limit of all of so many, so many fans. It's gotten to the limit. Well, I mean, uh, Chris Klein has done everything he could, everything he can to alienate the the, the supporters. Um, mm. You know, I mean, the, the little things here and there, uh, the way he has ruined the organization. I mean, it, it's they they think that we're idiots. And uh, or at least the, the the people who actually care and pay attention to the team, they they you know they, they they treat us like we're idiots, like we have no idea what's going on, and we're gonna, you know, let's pull ahead, pull the wool over their eyes, and it's just, it, it it's kind of sad, and you know, these people have it's cause every right to like be upset. Mar- what they're doing is marketing to the to the pop, right, to the pop culture, which is which is a level beyond us, you know, above us, which doesn't have as much knowledge and understanding of the game than we are. It's just visitors. You know what I'm when saying? Gio was subbed in, I heard cheers, not booze. You, That's what I'm trying to say. You go, yeah. Those are the visitors. Those are the visitors that come to the game that don't know much about the game, and they're just on top of the surface. They're, they're, they're the whipped cream on top of the cake. And we are the cake that know what's happening. We are the, the, the ingredients. That create what's happening during the games, but they're the whipped cream that just come in for the pop value. So, Get what I'm so, so on that, and, and yes, I agree. Man, um, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, it, it, it turned out to be fan appreciation day. Was it the 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 players were supposed to sign autographs? It was autographs. supposed to be, it yeah. To be. And the players <laughs> didn't. Uh, nobody came to acknowledge the supporters or the fans. They all won the locker room. And yes, I get it. They, I mean, why the hell would they want to do something like that after, after what happened on the field? I mean, mean, they were all, they were all disappointed. Like, look at, there was no player out there that was like, oh, damn, sorry. Like they were really hurt. But like, there were but players that, that were hurt. That's and really, kind of the point, though. And really got the affected. That's that's what I was gonna say. Go is that Go I mean on. I understand that you're not in the mood. I understand that you are feeling. Ex- I mean, disappointed and dejected. I understand that you are are probably. You know. You don't want to go. I mean. Yeah, but you don't want to. Do you, don't wanna like, sh- you don't want to face. You don't want to face it. But, the, but right. But, 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 but then but, they do the. They, but they, but then they do like shitty interviews with what is what what stare is, like 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 an, like a, a interview after the game with stare is on the field with some iPhone and then like <laughs> and then they record freaking Alessandrini talking on like a horrible mic that you can't really even hear him, like, oh, come on, man. The thing is, is that I mean, at the very least. Because you had said, like, oh, I'm sorry. That's, at the very least, is what you should be doing. You should go over to the fans. You should go to the supporters, with, like, with, and say. But with, but with real with real feelings. With, like, right. I, expected, like the, I expected the team to come over to the, to the Riot Squad section and say thank you and sorry. But all I saw was cool. There, there, was, there was two players that been, came over, though. There was two players that came over. Uh, it, was, I, I, it was Ashley Cole who you're won. Right. You're right. It was Cole and some. Well, and yeah, you know who the other person was, Bobby? AJ, AJ. De La Garza. 
Yes, yes, absolutely. AJ came over, but there was another team. There was another. No, player, that's it. But yes, yes, that L- was it. AJ, 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 it was, it was, it was fantastic to see AJ. But that was a whole different situation. A guy, sure. a guy from the other team, um, a guy who essentially eliminated the galaxy, a guy who they did dirty in trading him. He came over to the fans to tell them how much they appreciated him, and he got the reception yeah. that he deserved. He got a lot of cheers. Yes, I mean, because the fans, because the fans have always appreciated De La Garza. There's never been any change. There's never been any question about that. The fans have always appreciated De La Garza. And if he comes over to us, he comes to our section, we're all going to cheer him no matter what. This is the cake. No this is the cake part what. of the galaxy. The cake part knows who AJ is. The cake part understands what he what he did for this organization. And this wasn't a question. And this wasn't a question. This wasn't surprising to me. This was something that was like, oh my God, we're so dope. Like, no, this is what we do because we love De La Garza. He did so much for us and we were there for him for so many things. I mean, like, you know, and I-, I don't, I don't want to get into details, but I mean, look at, we were the, we, like fans. We were there for him for many, many situations and we, we still support him in a lot of situations. So, Look at we all love him and we're there for him, so it, it's not so surprising to me. I I mean, it, the other player being Ashley Cole that went over uh, to yeah, uh, to acknowledge Lars. Team. I yeah. think I mean I think the only reason he even came was because he won Lars Player of the Year. I think yeah. if he didn't, I think he would have been in the locker room. If I'm being perfectly honest, honestly, I you know what I don't really think so because I the last few weeks he's really. Um, Made an effort to show his um, what? What am I trying to go, say? Like you know, he's he's he's, he's show that he cares. He, you know, he's yeah, he's showing that his care to to the supporters. You know, he's given beers out. He's 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 paid out for a few things. You know, so I think it, I think he actually does care. He's he's not he's not so uh, dismissal within the team. You know, or but he was also. I mean, I got to feel uh, as he's there's another fierce competitor. I got to feel that he was just as dejected. And maybe he didn't want to, to to talk to to anybody, and it sucks. I think if anybody, it, it probably should have been him as the captain. Yes, but but every, yes, but, but I think but, he, but I think team, he but I think he takes I think he takes that that level of being a captain personal. No, so he I, knows, and I agree that needs to handle these things in 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 in, in a very uh, responsible fashion. I agree, you know and, and, and I'm not blaming and I'm not blaming Cole on this, but I mean, as a captain and you know, as a leader. You lead by example, or at least I believe you lead by example. If, if, if he's telling Absolutely. people, you gotta tell his team, we gotta do this. I know it's fucked up. I know we. I know that we. You don't feel good. I don't feel good. We gotta get out there to the fans. We gotta apologize to them. We gotta say, I mean, I'm I sorry a, we let I, you guys down. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, that, you know, I know it's a small thing. I know it's a small thing, but that's why the last email. A few hours after the game lost was uh, uh, directed by Ashley Cole, you know, by the captain saying, excuse me, sorry, we didn't win, win out the season uh, the way we wanted to. But, you know, blah, blah, blah. No. you could see that you you could see that as like a, a, a regular like spam Me- email thing. type. Right. Thing. Exactly. Right. And I was going to say it, it doesn't mean anything. There was another email that went out and said that Zlatan won player of the year and he led us to the playoffs. So I mean, oh yeah, that was funny. So that was funny. I mean, I, I don't think it's been it, corrected it, yet. Hell yeah, I don't think it's been corrected. 
Um, but I also but you know what? But these are but these are all prepared beforehand for sure. But like either way, like I think look at Cole. I don't. I really don't think Cole likes. I mean, I think he respects every fan. Yeah, of course he does. Every yes, he of, does. Of course he does. You know, and so it's, so it's not so it's not something that we should question within Cole. I'm, I'm, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's questioning Cole. What well, what I think what what Lewis is, is is getting at is more the the demeanor of the whole team of the team as a whole when when Landon and Robbie Keane and AJ and Omar were were there win or lose they they would all go together to the supporter group and salute them yes no matter what well yeah win or lose yeah even even after a tough game they still went over and made sure that they saluted the supporters group. Well, it's 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 unfortunate that the tradition has died, and that um, I mean, it, it, do it, you, it, but but the, how do you let that die? How do you it, let a simple thing of the people that come there, Dave, the people that come there, and help pay your salary by coming yeah. to games, by buying tickets, by buying merchandise? You forget about them. No, but it's by individuals, by players, you know. It's who it's it's every single player's individual responsibility to show that they care. It's but it's also the leadership of the of the the team that should go out there and say, "Hey, yes." And hey, Cole was there. And Cole was there. You, why didn't no I? Don't one, care if you're sad. I don't no, care no if you're take that sitting lead. there crying on the floor. You come over and you say you absolutely. But like, why did no one take? Why did no one take Cole's lead? Why didn't Cole? You know? Why didn't Cole force everybody to go? You know, some people to well, go. We don't know. We don't know about those kinds of things. We don't know about those kinds of things. But visually, Cole was there, and no one else was there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about like the the, the context of things that we can't hear and we can't like see. I mean, we saw it. We, we saw that the, the team what I was had able to see, nothing to I'm do saying. with the fans. But that's what I'm saying. What I was able to see was Cole showed up, and no one else did. Like I said, I think he showed up. Because he had to, because he had an award. I, 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 I don't know if he shows up if, if that award wasn't his. We don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. We don't know. It is what it is. But I mean, obviously, I mean, it was a, it was a horrible day all around. Uh, Chris Klein apparently came out to talk and, to the riot squad. And Dan if, if I'm not because they refused to and leave. Dan Beckerman, oh, yeah, they, they refused to here leave. Uh, much like uh, ACB. <sighs> Um, last year, I believe, and yep. they sent uh, who was it? Yeah. Le- no, who, who came Leon. out? Alessandrini. Who came out? It was a player. Was it Alessandrini? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, to, to talk to them. So this time around, Klein and, and Beckerman. Uh, so, and I think it's interesting that Dan Beckerman what was was uh, on in, in the stadium to witness that, um, and it's going to upset me when nothing is, is going to be done. Like Beckerman is, is seeing that you just got eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, th- this team just blew a, a, a two goal lead, uh, something that has happened multiple times in the season. Uh, second time in a row, second year in a row that you didn't make the playoffs. And he was there to witness it firsthand. Uh, the fact that nothing has been announced as of yet is, um, not surprising, but it's also upsetting. Um, I don't know what was said um, in that um, in, in that exchange. I, I got to figure. I, I will give Chris Klein credit that he actually does go out there and put himself on the line, knowing very well that he is 
the most hated person in that organization. Uh, he came out in the uh, the, the supporter, I'm not supporter, the the season ticket holder event, uh, um, uh, and ta- you know, to a uh, he came out to a chorus of booze. He, he he you know he put on his smiley face and and he did it. He did it again with the riot squad. So I mean, in that sense, he had the balls to go out and face the people that hate him. Uh, you can't say that for say Pete Lyanis, who hides behind his phone or just straight hides. So in that sense, I will give him credit for that. But I don't know what was said in that exchange. Uh, I'm sure the Riot Squadcast is probably recording as we speak, and I'm sure they'll say something about it. Um, what what I think is, regardless of what the Riot Squad may have told them, I think it falls on deaf ears. That's what the, the sad part is. I think it's falling on deaf ears. I will listen to you, and I understand your concerns, but what are you going to do? We're still going to do what we're going to want to do. We're the galaxy. We have we're the galaxy. Trophies. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> well, Dave. Yeah. All right. Well, look at um, Dave. I'm looking at our notes. What's the last few things we need to get on top of here? Was he? Yeah. So I wanted to. I unfortunately I was hoping that we would we would kind of uh, find a silver lining here and 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 sort of kind of find a better mood. But like, really, I think everybody's just in a bad mood. I know that I was I was numb all day <laughs> Sunday. Yes, like Sunday, I was completely numb. Monday, I was numb. It wasn't until oh Sunday, I was so mad that I didn't care no yeah, more. Yeah, today I was just like Ugh, today whatever. was finally it finally hit me. Um, and and just sort of cathartically listening to um some of the other shows out there, I finally sort of got emotional over. You know the collapse of, of of my team, and 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 I gotta say that I'm I'm just I'm still really raw and upset, and I don't really know. You know, it's 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 odd. Um, I I went into Sunday's game expecting to kind of for it to be a big party, um, and and just not knowing what to do after the after the game. Was was a really odd feeling, and 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 I kind of feel like this. I kind of feel like this at the end of this podcast. I really don't know how to feel right now. Like a lot of it is is. I feel like it's still processing, and and I'm just a guy. You know, I'm just a guy who who at, goes to watch this team. Look at what I'm trying. Look at what you're what you're saying is okay. I I understand what you're saying. I feel your feelings, bro. But look at. We were very lucky to even get to this point. Sure, we were lucky to get to a point well, where this we is, were actually Bobby, this in is contention. Why, this is why I'm so emotional about this. The playoffs. This is why I'm oh, so emotional but, because but, I'm seeing no, but, the I'm seeing the organization that I love crumble. This is what it's not because we missed the playoffs this year. It's because I know things are bad. Things are rotten from oh, the inside. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. I understand that you feel bad, but I don't really see this as something that's like something that's erupting for the rest of fucking a decade. Like it's gonna, it's gonna, it's it's gonna be, it's gonna be corrected, and something's gonna happen in the next few years. It's not for. It's not a forever thing. Um, eventually, it's something that I don't like right now and in the the immediate future because I always want to be a winning team and I always want to be the team that's on top of everything. As the LA Galaxy, especially since we have LAFC here now in 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 a crosshairs, but um, look, it's not the end of the world, man. It's just now. It's at the moment. Let's see how it goes next season. If any, if anybody knows anything about NMLS, 
It's about how MLS can change shit up on you in less than a second. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes next season. We'll see how it goes with, with new team. We're not happy with the general management, and we're going to talk shit, and we're going to whine and crap about it as long as we need to. But um, I'm not seeing this as like a end of days kind of thing, the last world of Z kind of thing, or any kind of crap shit like that. Um, I see it's coming back really strong. I really do. Um, I really hope that Galaxy, I mean, I know this is a long, uh, uh, a long shot here, but I really hope that Galaxy makes a really crazy effort to keep Zlatan back for another season. Because if we have him for another season, I, I truly believe we're, we're, we're into the playoffs and close to the finals uh, for a full season with a very uh, competent team. Um, because I, th- I believe that this last few days and last few games has been a competent team, um, except for this last game where we, 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 lo- we, we really, really, really choked. But um, putting them within multiple games can make them tougher and and something that can be more absorbent in, in some, type, some type of defensive strategy. Lewis? Um, I'm not an optimistic person. There's no way that I can be as optimistic as <laughs> as you are right now. Um, I, oh, there's been times during this podcast that you have. Oh, I have been, yeah. And, and, <laughs> and, and at the time, I felt like at least for the week or, you know, whatever, I felt it as there was reason to be. Right now, I have no reason to be. I know that chances are we're losing Slatan. I know that chances are that Gio will be back in a Galaxy uniform next season. Oh, um, my God. That's the one thing I hope not. What? That's the one thing I hope not. Well... Did I lose? No, no, no. Okay, sorry. Um, Did did he hear me? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. No, I cut out. I said that the 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 geo thing. That's one thing I hope not. That's what I'm saying. Um, um, I I I I know that Chris. I I think that Chris. Say David out loud. I said I think that's a foregone conclusion that he will be. Yeah, Yeah. that that's what I'm saying. I'm not very hopeful. Um, I I know that Chris Klein's gonna be back. I know that we still have no philosophy. I still have. I know we have no direction. I know there's a guy driving the car, um, and he doesn't know how to drive. I mean, it, it's just. I mean, he's he, he's running this into, uh, you know, off the cliff here, and I don't see uh, unless we have another owner, unless we get another president, another shadow president, if Dan Beckerman starts to care about the galaxy which he doesn't we got to get someone else on here who's going to make it his priority nothing's going to change nothing is going to change you and, and if it does if if for whatever reason next season you get into the playoffs and you you're, you're you know you you're competitive enough we're like oh yeah maybe you are fighting for an mls cup i think it's luck because there's no plan it's just hey this one's stuck you know this thing that we concocted, it worked. It worked. Holy crap, it worked. Okay, well, what about next season? Ah, who cares? Like, we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. That's what I'm afraid of. That there is no long-term plan. So, I, I personally cannot be as optimistic as as Bobby. Um, I hope I'm wrong. Um, But I am going to... I'm going to say that that's probably not very likely. Confidence of four. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. Well, okay. Look at um, David. We have on the notes. I'm gonna talk about the notes because we're looking at see what we're gonna have move into. You have Ellie. Why doesn't her house toasts? Why, yeah, why, so why doesn't wanted, anybody tell I, me about the notes? I, I wanted to. I wanted to try to. You have an option to get to the notes, <laughs> Lewis. Don't even start. I wanted. I wanted to try to give out um, our our Biggest. own sort of brand of award. God, but you, but we had to we had to vote this beforehand though. Dude. Well, the, we're voting it live because on the show. We're, we're voting it live on the show. I'm going to ask you guys your opinion on the show, and then we'll come to a consensus of of what the hell. I don't I don't even know how to give this of what this is. Um, oh, so everybody gives it. everybody gives end of year awards. Um, I think that we should do something a little bit different, something more, a little more LA is our house branded. Um, we're going to give toasts. I got it. LA is our house toasts. So, um, we really are alcoholics, aren't we? Yeah, yes. Lewis, we have a game called Balls and Beers. Uh, yeah, I know that. that, that, that game, that's Joe. my point. That's <laughs> literally my point. <laughs> um, if you were to give the Galaxy, a Galaxy player, the biggest beer mug, who would that mug go to? Um, his actions after the game, notwithstanding, I, I, I'd have to give it to Zlatan. Uh, 22 goals, uh, most goals scored like per minute. I think it actually broke an MLS record. Um, he also got 10 assists. Um, we wouldn't even have gotten as close to the playoffs as, as we did if he wasn't on the team. And um, again, his actions after the game, notwithstanding, the guy was, uh, was a joy to watch. The guy put the team on his back. Um, and carried him damn near the finish line. Uh, came up a little bit short, but there's no way that that guy isn't the MVP of this team. Um, you can even make a case he's the MVP of the league. Um, I don't think he's going to win that, but I mean, there's a reason why he's on that ballot. It's not just because his name is Lothan. Um, The guy earned it. Um, this one is damn near unanimous. Uh, I, I give that mug, that, that, Big mug to, to Zlatan, 100%. Bobby? Dave, David, can you tell me the difference between the Bitter Beer Award, between the biggest beer mug? Can you please tell me? Well, bitter beer, is not, bitter beer is not very good. Like you, what, Do you enjoy bitter beer? No. no. That's why okay. I was wondering why that's I was That's the difference. And a split beer? Built. Okay. Ah, okay. Biggest beer mug. I honestly would give it to Zlatan, but I'm going to give it to Ashley Cole. Mm. Ashley Cole has been a fantastic captain for the last two years. Irony. He's been, he's been, just don't even start. Because you're, 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 you're doing a whole other thing. Bobby's working on trying to get us unblocked. You're doing a whole other thing. You're doing a whole other thing. I'm doing such a good job of getting us blocked. <laughs> but um, and, no. And, and, and for the record, we're all like really like sad and somber. If I bring this up, it'll totally change the mood. Maybe because it's because like we're never gonna see him again. This is the last year again. Yeah. Sad and somber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it to Ashley Cole because he's been a fantastic captain the last two years. He's been he's been on point. There's been times that I don't just I don't agree with the decisions he makes, but he's always, um, in general, the better player on the field. And um, as much as I want to give it to Zlatan, he hasn't been here in the last two seasons. So, Cole. Irony. You, you had a guy who was considered too old. Um, he just had his knee 
you know, rebuilt essentially. Um, a guy who we figured his ego was going to be larger than the team. And sometimes it was, but I got to say that a guy who comes in at his age, surpasses Robbie Keane, surpasses Landon Donovan, surpasses a lot of the other goal scorers, except for Pesquete Ruiz, um, at 37 years old. It's, it's a fantastic, um, performance from from a guy and then to do what he did um you know coming coming off a plane from from germany or or wherever he was at 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 the point when when uh he came back from uh yeah from from um or i think i think he was in germany and then he came back to manchester and then he came here um and then he scores a goal that he scores against lafc to hand um them their first lost against us um certainly he was the most memorable certainly he be he deserves the biggest toast i think ashley cole is a close second um but you gotta i gotta hey, give it to, i gotta give it to zlatan i'm not disagreeing with you guys at yeah. all I just, no i i, I and i and i i'm ashley glad you said that and i'm glad you said that bobby um so the next award the next toast the bitter beer award nobody likes a bitter beer who gets the bitter beer lewis <laughs> another no-brainer i don't even have to explain this one it's geo waste of money yeah. uh waste of a roster space waste of a dp the guy is nothing uh anywhere near close to what was expected of him i'd give him i would even give him he doesn't even deserve the bitter beer. I'd probably just piss in that bottle. <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Okay. Bobby. We went we went there. Um, yes, I'm gonna have to give Giovanni Dos Santos the biggest bitter beer award. Um he sucked this entire year. Uh he did nothing for us. He basically just soaked up his his payroll and gave nothing back to the galaxy. Um, his lack of play on the pitch was substantial. And also, even on the last game, he got in the way of Kamara to make a damn goal to get us back on point. Um, I forgot to mention that. Giovanni Dos Santos, you're a waste of space. Go away. All right. Your brother uh, is way better than you by far. Anyways, that's it. That's all. I have to give the Bitter Beer Award. Uh, I, I see why you guys are giving it to Gio. Um, however, giving Giovanni Dos Santos the Bitter Beer Award requires me giving Giovanni Dos Santos a beer, uh, which I don't think he deserves at all. Um, I mean, I have to give the oh, my Bitter Beer, my bitter like beer Award. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to to Michael Ciani, um, the guy comes in. Uh, he knows he knows what level he's at. He's running around his he's running around town in his McLaren, taking Instagram <laughs> photos with the guys, um, and and That's just true. being a waste. Uh, and he and and it took so long. Might be the next award for me. Um, <laughs> for for the the Galaxy coaching staff to see it. 
Um, and he was just, he lost us so many games. He was such a, he's such a bad player. Um, he gets a beer, but it's a terrible beer. Yeah, well, that's what I said. I, I give Gio piss. Um, so David, what's the next So one? the next one is the Spilt Beer Award or the Beer Toast. This is for the player that, um, you know, you, you go, you, you get, you get a beer and then, oh man, I spilled it all over the floor. Now I've wasted my money and I didn't, and I, and I, uh, I don't get to drink a beer. Um, can I, can can I, can I, can I turn this into the, um, I spilled the, spilled the beer for like the homies kind of thing. <laughs> can I do that? Like, cause, sure, cause honestly, like, like, okay. like, okay, so can, I, can, I, can I do it? All right. All right. I want to put Alessandrini and Legette. Alessandrini and Legette for the homies. Uh, these dudes worked their asses off for us this year. And, um, I mean, look, they, they deserve all the love from all the fans and everybody from the, all the fans from LA Galaxy, man. I mean, Legette and Alessandrini worked their asses off. You could tell Alessandrini's hot temper. You could see Legette's, like, incredible stamina and, 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 and talent. It's just, it was, a, it was a fantastic way to see these guys, um... I think they they they've been indispensable for our team, and I'll be very 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 sad in on the days that we don't have them anymore. Lewis, uh, I'll go back to David's original um, meaning of the spilt beer. I, I I'm sure you're going to give it to Gio because he doesn't drink a beer, uh, and it, it was a waste of money. So Shelvick, and I already gave Gio an award. I mean, I could easily give it to Siani as well, uh, but Shelvick makes more money. And for a guy that was, and I, I will say it's not entirely his fault when you're paired up with um, Michael Siani, but when the front office is giving you so much money, when you are the highest paid defender in the entire league. And you can't even crack the starting lineup. You're not even the best player on your own team. Granted, that's not his fault. That's the front office's fault. But, god damn, man. Like, a million dollars on Shelvick. God, this front office. I mean, I should just give it to that. I, you know what? I should just give that award to, to the front office. Let's go ahead and do that instead. Because that's about a waste of, uh, of, of fucking money, uh, this organization. Because obviously they have paychecks. You know what? Yes. The, you know, the, the spilled beer is on the front office. There you go. All right. All right. Move on. All right. For me, it's Perry Kitchen. Uh, Perry Kitchen is the guy that you you bring in. You, you're hopeful. You're like, yeah, that beer looks good. I think I'm going to order it. And then it spills because it was a, and it was a waste. Um, yeah, he doesn't make that much money. Um but he makes more money than he should. He started off, he's, you know, he started off with promise and then he just knows dive and eventually just completely couldn't even crack the starting lineup in the last, uh, two months of the, of the year. I think that, uh, I think that for me, the, the waste of money, uh, it has to go to Perry kitchen. All right. Um, one one last one the uh, the toast for the twelfth man. So this is uh, this is going to be for 
and it doesn't have to be a player. Um, this could be somebody who carried carried the spirit of the team with them, and and um, and really, really put everything out there to to help this team be better. Whether it was on the field, whether it was in the stands, whether it was, you know, somewhere. Mm. I'm going to give that to me. I put so many counter drinks against them. I gave them so many points and they couldn't re- return the favor in the final game. <laughs> Straight right, up. Lewis awards himself. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> wow. Um, in Essence of the Galaxy. There you go. Follow that up. Um, since... Since uh, I, I spoke about the other teams, I'm trying to be positive in most of these comments here, as you can tell. Um, I think the 12-month award would be, um, even though he didn't, he, he didn't really, um, he didn't come across all the time. He didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't execute the things that we needed every single time. But I'm going to give it to Boateng. Yep. Uh, Boateng worked really hard for us, and um, he got he got involved. And, and although he was horrible on the crosses, somehow he was incredible on the attraction of the balls on his head. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, Boateng did a very good good amount of work for us. And when he was gone for a few weeks, we really did see the lack of that type of uh, of, of attack. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it to that dude. Um, Definitely, he deserves it. I actually, uh, if I'm giving a real answer, I'm actually going to give it to uh, Chris Pontius, um, who was. Uh, Bitch, you're just thinking about it now. No, no, no I, I always knew that that was going to be my my answer. I was just being stupid. Uh, no, Chris Pontius. I mean, he was a huge X factor um, uh, during the season, coming off the bench. Uh, you got to remember during the nine game winning streak, you know, he had posted a goal or an assist in like six or seven of those games. So, I mean, he was a uh, uh, played a huge part in. Um, uh, this Galaxy team coming off the bench, and you saw how he was mm-hmm. sorely missed when he went out with injury and uh, essentially done for the season. Uh, there was nobody off the bench that they trusted. Um, after they benched Perry Kitchen, after they benched Michael Siani, after they benched uh, Shelvick, um, these are guys that lost their positions and they wanted them o- o- as far away from the field as possible, uh, which really depleted the bench and Chris Pontius would have been the perfect sub to come in to kill a game. I think at two to one, you probably would sub him uh, on, uh, on Sunday's game and maybe uh, put some calm in that defense uh, in that midfield. Um, And he was sorely missed uh, down the stretch. You can tell that Dominic Kinnear did not trust anybody. And I think uh, with him being gone, uh, the bench suffered, and essentially the the, the starter suffered because, um, you know, there was no spark coming off the bench. And though he might have not been a spark, I think he was extreme an extremely important piece of the puzzle. Um, so if I'm giving a real answer, it is uh, Chris Pontius for the twelfth man. This guy. Uh, I'm going to go non-player for the twelfth man. Um, I, I really have to, Cosmo. no, I, I really have to give it up to say um, me. somebody who is not even, uh, a human in the United States, somebody who I think gave galaxy fans hope throughout the year by reminding us of their history. I think you guys know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about, uh, galaxy history himself. Um, the, uh, the guy whose Twitter page has been 
reminding us of our once great time um, throughout this throughout the season. Uh, I've enjoyed. He's been one of the best follows that we've had on Twitter. Um, he posts gifs of um, you know goals or or, or just good moments. Um, gifts. You know, on this day, gifts, gifts, gifts of gifts. Um, it's not usual for, for me. For me, I think uh, I think Galaxy history has been probably the best thing to come out of the 2018 season. So. Uh, to 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 Galaxy history, I think he deserves to get the twelfth man award, for at least for me. Wow, wow! I told I I would totally buy him a beer, or two. Nice. I'd buy you a beer, but dang, that's a pretty hardcore. <laughs> put it in that saddle right there. That's that's. I'll buy you a beer, but I ain't gonna put you in the saddle. Now that I think about it, I might just bring a keg. <laughs> but congratulations. If he, if he ever comes down here to a game, I'm, I'm going to get him a kick. I, be, I believe. Oh, yeah, his, we gotta, we, I, yeah, if we if we see him, we're going to buy. Him I beer. believe he is slated to come to a game next year. We got him. Yep. So it's all right. There it is. It's kick time. Uh, we're also you, sending him a, a a box, a care package. I I uh, got in contact with uh, Linda Pickle, Galaxy historian herself, um, and we're going to be uh, comparing notes to see what we have to send over. To England, nice. um, and uh, and hopefully add to the memorabilia that he's already collected from uh, from people so far. So very good, awesome. And I have mugs for you guys, you and Bobby. For what? What's from Oktoberfest, kind of I have mugs. I forget to give them to you on Sunday. Galaxy Oktoberfest. Yeah. Stuff? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Do you have kegs? No. What is up with you and kegs all of a sudden? We're all, we're alcoholics. We stated this already. There you go. You you stated that I was all right, last I, week, guys. I think we've gone <laughs> long enough. Um, we've got more content coming uh, later this week, so uh, be on the lookout. You're gonna, oddly enough, on the la- on the final day on the week that we're eliminated, you're gonna get more LA as our house. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> Wait, no, you're part of it. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I think your your son got to him. You your podcast sucks. <laughs> you need a new team. <laughs> All right. Well, are we? Do, are, yeah. Do you have any yes, last Bobby. Few that words, was your guys? cue to get us out of here. Yeah, I'm asking you guys. Do you have any last few words? No, because dude, I, I David, think we said enough. Don't, don't even act because you always have some like five things to say. I do have one more thing to say. There we are. Um, over the weekend, no, over the weekend, there was tragic oh, okay. news. Uh, the owner of oh. Leicester City uh, and um, and some of his companions uh, perished in a terrible helicopter accident that happened just outside the uh, King Power Stadium in in Leicester City. Um, I mean, talk about a Cinderella story. Uh, Team gets promoted from what two divisions down into the Premier League, and soon after wins the whole goddamn thing. What were the odds, Lewis? Five thousand one. In Vegas, they're at five thousand one for that actually to happen. You're probably looking at Powerball numbers. Yeah. Um, but they accomplished it, and uh, and tragically, um, he died in in the helicopter crash uh, over the weekend. Uh, just. I mean, yards away from the stadium. Um, obviously, the people 
involved with the club, the people involved with the, his companies, um, the people that knew him, their family. I'm sure they're all devastated. Um, you know, nothing but good wishes toward you, toward, toward everybody there. Um, I mean, you know, there's a lot, this was a rough week, uh, not only in, in the soccer world, but also in, in just in, in real life in general. Um, so I'm hoping for more positivity. Wow. Okay. Just, just, yeah. I mean, wow. What a way to end it, David. Just doesn't this, doesn't this show deserve it? Oh my God. <laughs> And, All right, and, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is episode one thirty six. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. And then my dog died. Jesus. <laughs> what else you got, dude? My dogs are alive, which is fantastic. So let's end it on that note. It's fantastic. Galaxy sucks. All right, guys. Everybody, thank you for listening. It's David and Lewis. Good night, everybody. saying goodbye. Good night. Bye. And this is bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.